What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday. I hope you are having an incredible day. I'm so excited to be here with you. Man, I have like all of these messages on my heart right now, but I really want to stay to the nitty gritty because I have been taking this speaking course and I am loving it. But where I started is not where I'm at right now. And it's taken me I started when my son was four weeks old and he's six now. So it's taken me over six years to get to this point that I'm at right now to finally start expanding my purpose. And really, I want to expand it because of the impact that I see that Thrive can make, that I want to reach more people and bring more people into our organization. Um, And tonight I want to talk about leveling up. So I want to share some stories in the trenches. I love, I loved that title. It just felt so fitting, Tales in the Trenches. Like how many of you guys have ever felt or you feel like you're in the trench right now? Like you are literally in, what do you call that? Sinking sand? I don't know what that word is, but you're literally halfway in the sand, just trying to trudge your way out. And you're like, all right, I know I'm going to get there. I see my goal. I know I can get there, but like my feet are moving really slow. That's what I call in the trenches. It's not a bad thing. It's a beautiful place to be because that's where breakthrough happens. But a lot of times people quicksand, there we go. Um, A lot of times people cave when they start to get in that quicksand and they start to panic and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm sinking. I'm going under, I'm failing. And here's what I need you to know if you're uncomfortable right now, you're right where you should be. Because I truly believe you can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. So tonight I want to talk about how to create the unfuckwithable life you deserve. Like, listen to that unfuckwithable. I'm sorry if there's children listening. This is an adult environment for me. So that's fine. Um, so let's, let's just jump into it. So most people go through life by default based on what others have taught us, what we observe in the world, and we're taught a set of values and beliefs and rules about what it means to be successful and even happy. And those end up shaping our entire life experiences. The problem is many times the values, beliefs, and rules that you were given aren't actually aligned with what you want, which leads to all kinds of pain and suffering. Maybe for you, that looks like anxiety about what others think about you or sadness and lack of connection with those most important to you. Maybe it looks like holding yourself back from your true potential, or maybe it's just a general sense that there's something more that is always just out of reach. The truth is, whatever it is that's wrong in our life is usually because we are out of alignment in our minds and our hearts. So here right now, when we jump on these Wind Today trainings, you'll gain an understanding of why you do the things you do and the values and motivations that shape how you think, feel, and behave. You'll examine all your foundational values, beliefs, rules, and change the ones that no longer serve you so that you can create this unfuckwithable life and move you towards the life that you want. Tony Robbins always says, it is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. So tonight, I want you to make the decision to shape your own destiny. Discover your purpose in life and learn what truly motivates you. I want to see people realign your values and start living the life you deserve because this is the vehicle you've been given with Thrive. Like this is the vehicle for a high school dropout who dropped out in the ninth grade, like for a recovering addict, for a single mom. I want to, I want to ask you a question right now. How many of you guys have a high school education? 
Let's see in the comments, just drop like a me, put your hand up. How many of you guys graduated high school? I love this. I love this. There's so many of you. I'd love to see that. That's perseverance. So how many of you guys have a degree? And if you have a degree, drop what it is. Mm. This right here is what I want you to see is that there's no one size fits all in this business and this organization. You can literally be homeless on the streets and decide that you want to make a change, or you can be a successful CEO who is sick and tired of having no time. There's no one size fits all, but everyone has their market, their people that they're going to naturally attract with their story. Cosmetology. I love that. Like, Gosh, there's so much perseverance. There's so many stories that have been unsaid to this point. Like there's so many women who I guaranteed have never shared their story because they think that they're not qualified or they don't have the struggle story. And I need you to hear me when I say this, in order to create this life that you want to create, you have to leave behind anything that's holding you back. Even that mindset that you're not this, or you don't have this. I hear so often, like, I just don't have your story, Megan. Like, I just don't feel like I can inspire people because I don't have that struggle or it wasn't that bad. And, you know, that's where comparison is the thief of joy, because if we've never heard a different story, we'd never have anything to compare it to. So when you show up daily, and when I say daily, I mean daily, like not wishy-washy, but every single day. You're joined by hundreds of people from all walks of life, entrepreneurs, doctors, spiritual healers, professionals, executives, creatives, coaches, leaders, dreamers, visionaries, students, athletes, the list goes on. But there is one characteristic that defines every single person who takes the action to be here. They know there is more and they won't settle for a small life, for a life lived in fear. How many of you guys are taking a stand tonight? Whether you've made a stand before or you're doing it for the first time, it's a continuous thing for me. I constantly have to tell myself, I'm all in. Today is the day I take the stand. It's not like I say it once and then motivation just leads the way. And all of a sudden I'm like some superhuman who never has lack or, or lack of belief or fears or anxiety or doubt. But every day I decide and I take that stand that I'm all in. And some of you guys have only dedicated once and then life hit and you're like, you know what? I already dedicated. I said it out loud, but today it's just, today's just not the day. So if you're tired of being yanked around by the circumstances of your life, of feeling powerless or out of control, you're right where you should be. Because here we're going to give you the tools you need to overcome powerlessness. This is the opportunity to take control of your life, not by force, but by tapping into your own deep psychology, making transformational change up here and creating a blueprint for moving forward, creating a blueprint for moving forward. They say that a dream written down becomes a goal and a goal is obtainable. Like a dream is something that we think when we sleep and sometimes we remember it when we wake up, sometimes we don't. 
a dream is like a desire that you have on your heart, a burning desire of like, I want this so bad. I know I'm made for this. I just don't know how to get there. Like, regardless of if you know the blueprint, if you have the dream, you can make it into a goal. So if you're ready to start living your life by design, drop fires. Let me see the fires in the chat. If you're ready to start living your life by design instead of default, we're getting off that default setting. We're no longer in cruise control. Like we are in full mode. We are the drivers. We're not the passengers. Jesus, take the wheel, but give us the strength to drive this vehicle because I know that we were given self-will. And that is the most beautiful part about self-will is I want to see in the chat, who are you in competition with? Drop somebody you're in competition with. Like, who do you think is your competition right now? When you wake up, like, there we go. There we go. Ooh, look at this. Claiming it. Me. I am my competition. You are your competition. Look at this. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes people drop other names and I'm like, oh, no, you guys are on fire. You guys have that mindset. You guys are already a step up because if you ask the average Joe Schmo, Jane Schmain, who her competition is, she's going to pull up her Instagram and she's going to say, you know, I really want to be like this girl or I'm really I really like this girl intimidates me. She has what I want. That's my competition. But it's like, no, girl, you're you're inspired by her. She's not your competition, though, because it's not a race between you and her because she's already doing her own thing without you even without her even knowing that you're in competition between you and you. So thrive right now. This opportunity, this vehicle is the opportunity to take control of your life. Not just one thing, not just your health, not just your finances, but really define what you want out of your life and make it happen. And this year, more than ever, we need to take control of our lives. We've been in the default setting for too long. Whether you simply want to make some small shifts to take your life to the next level, or you're ready to reclaim and redefine your life, right here, right now is where you do it. This is the vehicle that's going to make it happen. I can promise you that. And truthfully, I created the resilient revolution out of my own personal experiences, the highs, the lows, the ups and downs. So I developed this program, right? And I call these trainings a program because we're reprogramming our mind. Like this isn't just something to come here and like feel good for a little bit, but this is something where we get to take something and then leave something behind when we get done. Like this 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes that we're together in this time is our time to really soak it in And you should be filling up your note page with ideas. If you hear something like, you know what, I'm leaving this behind, or I need to improve this. I need to work on that. Self-awareness is the name of the game. And that is what we're honing in on to reclaim our life is because we need to be self-aware of our strengths and our weaknesses in order to know where we need to grow. We're not in that default setting. We're the drivers now. Like if there's an obstacle in the road, we're not going to stop the vehicle and get out and move it. We're going to drive around. We're not here to overcome every single thing that comes in our way because sometimes things come in our way to test us, to push us, to see how dedicated we are to our dreams. And God's like, I gave you this self-will. What are you doing with it? So it's time to live with passion. So I read this quote the other day and it just hit home. It's like almost something I want to get tattooed on my body. It's a little intense, but I mean, I'm intense. 
Like drop a one if you feel like you're intense. Drop a two if you're like, you know what? I'm intense, but I'm a closet intenser because I haven't learned how to unleash that yet. Like, let's see this. There we go. There we go. Ooh, I love this right now. We have some intense people, some people with passion and some people with gifts who who are literally, they're, they're hiding right now. You guys are waiting to be unleashed. You're like literally that, that person who's about to go into the arena and you're just waiting for that call. You're waiting for them to call your name and your heart is just racing out of your chest. And you're like, all right, it's my time. It's my time. I'm literally about to step into that arena. I'm not sitting on the sidelines where it's safe watching other people get their ass kicked. I'm about to step foot in this arena. That's what a two is. And I was a two when I started. I had passion. I had, I had, I didn't even have discipline. I had motivation. And then I turned into a one and I unleashed those gifts, but it took me almost three years. If I'm going to be honest, like it took me three years of consistently showing up to figure out what my lane was, because I was just trying to figure out how to start a business. So you don't have to go from zero to hundred overnight. You may not even do it in a year. But if you stick around long enough, then I promise you, you're going to go, you're going to go further than you ever could have expected. So I want to talk tonight about the domino effect. How many of you guys know what the domino effect is? Like drop in the comment if you can, if you can tell me like, what is the domino effect? What does that mean to you? One thing affects another thing, chain reaction. So how would you describe the domino effect in business? How would you, how does the domino effect work in this business that we're in right now? Come on, one person. All right, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. That's okay, that's okay. There we go. What you do will trickle down through people you attract. I want to tell you a story right now. In 2016, my son and I moved from Arizona to California because I had decided that I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm not talking about using drugs. I'm talking about life circumstances. I was just sick and tired of waking up and feeling like I had no purpose. I had no money. I had, I felt like I had nothing but my son. Like how many, drop a one if you feel like your kids are literally your saving grace. Like you're here right now because of your children. Drop a one if you are here right now because you have people depending on you to change your life so that they can know what it's like to not grow up in poverty, to not grow up in lack, to not grow up in a toxic situation. Like some of you guys have gotten out and some of you are still in it and both are okay because you're gonna make it out regardless and you're gonna grow. But let me see who who can relate with me right now? Like, am I just speaking or can you feel me right now? Yes. Yes. Kids are such a powerful tool. So when I moved, I had moved in with my parents into their two bedroom apartment. And when I say apartment, this thing was like 700 square feet big. We had this tiny room. I didn't have a crib for him because it wouldn't fit into the room. So I had a little pack and play and a twin bed that I slept in. And I remember sitting in my closet. I had this little sliding door closet and on the inside of the closet, I would sit in there with this little light, actually this light right here. This light has been with me for years. It's a little book light, but I would sit with it in this closet and I would get all these post-it notes. And who's seen the movie War Room? Has anybody seen the movie War Room? 
it is an incredible movie, but I'll never forget that I watched this movie and I was in the midst of figuring out like, how do I let go of control of what I want? And how do I really lean into God for the things that I know that I'm capable of creating, but can't seem to feel like it's possible. So I remember sitting in this closet, I would put my son to sleep in this little pack and play. And I would get my little light out with my little post-its and I'd start writing all the things that I wanted. I wasn't manifesting them. I was literally having conversations with God with words that I couldn't speak out loud. I could only write them down on paper. And by the end of that year that I lived in that room, that closet was filled. I used to have to get a stepping stool out just to put post-its up a little bit higher. And when I'd sit there, sometimes I wouldn't even write anything. And I just look at the post-its. Some of them came to fruition and some of them I just cried wondering why they hadn't happened yet. Like how many of you feel me on this? How many of you guys have just like dropped to your knees in tears because you've gotten that late notice and you've been with Thrive and you're like, what is wrong with me? Why is this not coming through? Like, why am I still struggling? I'm putting one foot in front of the other. I'm trying my hardest. I see that success is possible. Why not me yet? And I'll never forget sitting in this war room And one day this girl walked by and she was really messed up on drugs. We ended up having a conversation because I don't care what your state of mind is. I'll always be kind to you. I'll always love you. I'll always make you feel like somebody. And that's my strength. That's what I love. I love serving people. I love giving to people. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a doormat anymore, but you want to talk. I have an ear to listen. And we started this conversation and she told me where she was at. and. I looked down at her leg and she had an ankle bracelet on. She went to tell me that she had been to jail. She lost custody. She got her second DUI. And I'm here with my son thinking, wow, I just took four years sober. And I remember going to my war room that night and putting her name on a post-it and just praying for her. You know, it's so easy to want to judge somebody and count somebody out and say, you know what? Wow, they're they're forsaken, literally like they're they're the lowest of the low. They've already messed up. Like, I don't see how they can come back. I remember feeling that about myself. And I was so quick to feel that same way about somebody else that I caught that thought and was like, I need to pray for her. And I talk about the domino effect because I wasn't even in Thrive at this time. I was still with my last company and. I would see her almost every day. She would walk by. She was sad. She was broken. She was always crying. Her makeup was always running down her face. And like, my first thought was like, dang, this girl is a hot mess. Like, I don't know if I want to be around somebody like that because I'm just as damaged. Like I'm over here trying to heal. Is she healthy for me? But God kept bringing her back into my life. She kept, she just kept coming back. And there was something about her. She wasn't negative. She was just depressed. She was broken. She was sad. You could tell that she was filled with this shame and this guilt. Like how many of you guys feel me right now? What position have you been on? Have you been on the, have you been on the position of me or the girl, me or the girl drop that you or the girl, let me see this. How many of you guys have felt this? Cause I've been in both situations. I'm like, I see both. I feel both. And if you've been in both, then you have that empathy side of you. That's going to take you all the way to 200 K because you need that empathy to lead a team because it's not going to be. You're not, you're not here to be a drill sergeant. You're here to love with empathy and lead with empathy. I'm a huge believer in that. Don't go commenting now. You're going to make me cry. So I'll never forget. We stayed friends. We stayed in contact, but we were just on different paths. And I finally had started Thrive 
And six months into Thrive, I had gotten my first apartment in that same complex. I had put it in my war room four months before the amount that I needed for that apartment and exactly which one I wanted to move into. I wanted in this post-it, I put one bedroom, 638 square feet, and I need $820 in order to move in because they were doing like some, some discount where they were going to waive the deposit. And I was like, I can do that. I can do that. I don't know how, but I have a vehicle right now that I'm going to be loud and proud about because I, I have a goal. Like I have a goal that's written down. I have a dream that's written down. And I looked at it every day. And when I made it happen, I started to see this girl walk by and she, she'd stop by and she'd say, Hey, and I started to see her get more life into her eyes. We started to have more conversations and I got to watch her transform. And she was doing work behind the scenes that I didn't see, but I got to see, I got to see the, I got to see like the, the result of the work that she was doing. Like how many of you guys are doing some hard work behind the scenes right now when you're like, I'm getting hit, but I'm still showing up. I'm still optimistic. I'm still proud of myself. I still believe I can go places, but I'm in the trenches. I can't say I'm a success yet, but I can say I'm going to be like, let me see that. Who's claiming that? Yes. So the domino effect to me is when I started Thrive and the girl started to come around, she had already done some inner work. And I was like, wow, like I got to see who she really was without the drugs, without the depression, without the shame or the guilt. She started to come to life and she started to speak life. She started to share her journey with me of what she's doing now to better herself and what her goals are. And that just that built a stronger relationship. And what happened was I kept going with Thrive. And it took her almost, correct me if I'm wrong, Mel, but it took her almost, I want to say three years, three years to finally join me and thrive. But she was at a place where she finally could, but the seed was planted years before. That is the domino effect to me, is me continuing to grow myself and having that have a ripple effect on somebody else where that creates a belief in them that if she can do it, I can too. Today, she's one of our 4K leaders. She is sober. She just had her second baby. She has a heart to give. She leads with empathy. She's one of my best friends. But if we constantly count people out for where they're at when we meet them without seeing the potential of where they can go and giving that that time to lead themselves, man, then we won't have a team of women who, who belong with us. We'll have a team of people that we're forcing to be here. She's going to go and she's going to hit 200K with this story of perseverance. And her story started so much longer before she started Thrive. And that's what I need you to hear tonight is this domino effect that you're creating right now. It doesn't start the moment you start your business. Like your story is your story from what you've gone through up until this point, you've become resilient. You've learned, you've grown, you've cried, you've failed, you've gotten hurt, you've gotten knocked down and you've still stood up because you're here right now. I need you to start sharing your story more so that you can start attracting the women who are meant for you. And when you get better at sharing your story, when you get more consistent about sharing your story, 
you want to package it in a way that leaves people thinking that they want more. What I mean by that is your consistency and the way that you share your vision. Nobody's going to be impressed by you sharing your weekly pay. I can promise you that. Like we see women who are sharing that they made 10K a week and they're going back in the, in the leadership chat saying, I had nobody message me. Like nobody's impressed by a dollar amount. They're impressed to know that they're not alone. Where you're at right now is such a survival guidebook place. Like, I don't even know if that makes sense. But literally what you've been through and what you're going to create is going to be the survival guide for somebody who is watching you right now, trying to figure out how they can get out of their current circumstance. Maybe they're living paycheck to paycheck. Maybe they're stuck in a toxic relationship and they've depended on somebody else their whole life, but they don't know how to stand on their own two feet. I literally just had this conversation the other day with the woman who called me, who's been with her husband for 13 years. And all of a sudden he's, he's, he's an addict and she's scared and she's afraid because she's never stood on her own two feet. And the only thing I can say is, you know what? It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, but you're going to make it. I need you to start inspiring people. Stop telling facts, like stop talking about the comp plan and start inspiring people with your journey, with your voice, with your story. You got to eat the elephant one bite at a time. And it says in the Bible, I'm not a huge preacher, but I love this when it says faithful over few and ruler over many. How many of you guys have ever hopped or hosted a Zoom call and no one showed up? Right here. I will gladly raise my hand. When you open that Zoom and you're just, your heart is racing and you're like, man, I suck. I should be further than I am. I should have a bigger team than I do. I must not inspire people. It's like the enemy is so good at speaking those lies into us. Like we literally need to just tell him like, you know what? Shut the fuck up and your breast stinks. So I can promise you that what, what we're doing here isn't easy, but it's possible because I'm just a regular girl. I was not voted in high school, like most likely to succeed. Truthfully, if you knew me in high school, there were missing photos of me because I had ran away to Mexico as a minor and like my parents didn't know where I was. That was my reality in high school. I wasn't the most popular or the most pretty or the most outgoing. Truthfully, I was the complete opposite. I was introverted. I was shy. I was insecure. I wore baggy clothes. I never wore makeup. And if I did, it would be just to hide the marks from the abuse that I was enduring. But we grow. And it's the trials that we go through, good or bad, that create this, this self-belief that we deserve this unfuckwithable life. And a lot of people will ask me, like, where do you like, where do you hone in on this confidence? And I'm like, I, I'm so confident because I know what it's like to be so insecure. I know what it's like to feel like I have no worth, that I literally don't deserve to live and that nobody wants me. And the thing that changed my life was the hardest thing to hear was my sister saying, life is better without you. Like some of you guys need to hear your children say like, mom, 
you gave up. You quit on me the moment you don't show up. The moment that you take that foot off your brake or off the gas because life got hard or you feel defeated. Some of you guys need to hear that because that thing changed my life. When my sister said life was better without you, you should have stayed in Mexico. I had that thought of like, you know what? Maybe I don't deserve to live. Maybe I don't have purpose. But it was between me and me because my competition isn't her. I'm not here to make her happy or prove her right or wrong. But I was so worried about failing the ones around me that I let any little thing that somebody told me break me. And that confidence that I have came from when I started validating my own insecurities and I started questioning them. You know, you're not smart. You dropped out at the ninth grade. You're not pretty. Your face is full of acne. You have wrinkles. You know, you're not kind because you used to be a thief. Like all of these things, so many of us are carrying our past with us right here, right now. But that's why we can't go into that next chapter is because we're still holding on to the old one. So I need you to hear me when I say this. It's your story and it's your time. People will literally pay you for your story. And I promise you that any information you're going to share has already been said. Let me see you guys claim that. Whose time is this right now? Right. It's my time. If you're claiming this right now, like who feels me? I never want to come on here and give you like this sugar coated version of success and happiness and joy, because I can tell you, I'm probably one of the most optimistic people you're ever going to meet, but that's probably because I've been through things. I hope you never experience. And I know it's my time. Yes, it's your time. It's your time. It's your time. I love this. Oof. Every time we share what we went through and how we bounce back, lives changed. You hear me? Every time you share what you went through and how you bounced back, lives literally change. So right before you go and write your story, don't think like, oh my gosh, that post I just saw from that girl who's been married to her husband since they were high school sweethearts and they have three perfect kids and she's the stay-at-home wife and she's a millionaire and they live in the perfect house. What is she going to think about my story? Don't think about her. She's not who you're talking to. She's not who you want to attract. You want to attract the person who's ready to fight in the trenches, who has a story, who's ready to get down and dirty. I don't want the person who wants the perfect Instagram feed. I want the girl who wants to show up with her face bloodied and she's dirty because she's in the arena. I want the girl who shows up with these giant ass earmuffs on because she has no time to hear what anybody else has to say about what she's about to do. You feel me on this? I'm going to do whatever I can to walk in purpose. And that means I need to speak my truth and I need to be loud and proud about what vehicle we have our hands on, because this is the vehicle to where you're really going to go. Like maybe some of you don't know what you're going to do yet with Thrive, but I promise you that Thrive is not the end all be all. 
This is the vehicle for you to replace your income and get that time to figure out who you are and what impact you're meant to make on this earth. But you can't do that working your nine to five. You can't do that consumed with motherhood and wife life and being an employee with 0.0% time left for yourself. You need to make Thrive a vehicle so you can figure out what God put you on this earth to do. And I can promise you the people that you're going to cross paths with along the way of sharing your truth and building this vehicle up are going to be the people who take you to that next level and show you what your purpose really is. I want to talk about three things tonight. A machine gun, a shotgun, and a sniper. This is something I learned in my course. Don't, don't even judge me right now. Literally all my nails are off except for both thumbs. Okay. This is real. A machine gun, a shotgun, and a sniper. This is the way that we market our business out into the world. This is the way that we share our story and you have the machine gun, right? So when you think of a machine gun, you think of just like Tony Montana, like say hello to my little friend. It's just like shooting everything and anything that's in its path. And like the tables, the chairs, the windows are breaking, like people are getting shot. And then you have the shotgun. And when you point it in one specific direction, you have a bunch of pellets that just disperse. They're not going everywhere. They're going in the direction that you're shooting, but you're hitting multiple things. And then you have the sniper and the sniper is aiming at that one thing and they hit the target every single time. Now, which one do you think I am? The machine gun, the shotgun, or the sniper? Go ahead, drop it in the chat. Let's see it. Don't be afraid. There's no wrong answer. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's so funny when my mentor originally asked this question, I was like, sniper, 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 sniper. I commented it like five times. And then he comes out and he's like, I'm a shotgun. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because I'm a mom. I'm planning a wedding. I'm a fiance. I'm sober. I'm about to take 11 years this month. I'm also a network marketer. I'm passionate about speaking life into people. I don't want to speak to eat. I want to speak to feed. They say that if you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for the rest of his life. If you give him a fish, he'll eat for a day. I'm not trying to feed people for a day. I want them to feed themselves. So I'm not a sniper because if I was, I would only be talking to moms. I would eliminate recovery. I would eliminate planning a wedding. I would eliminate being a former medical assistant. I would only talk to moms, but I'm not a sniper. I'm a shotgun. And I say that now, but when I started my business, I was a machine gun. I was like college students, moms, stay-at-home moms, everybody, you can do this. And then I slowly started to attract my market. And I started to realize that I was attracting who I was. It wasn't anything special that I said or any person that I directly called out. But I was like, because I am who I am, I'm attracting people who can relate with me. So my team's not full of college students. A lot of my team is filled with women in recovery. And I love that because I get to watch women who felt broken and lost and helpless. They just overcame this huge thing. Like addiction is no joke. They overcame it. And then they're left feeling 
empty. Like, man, I did this, but now what? Thrive is my vehicle to give them a vehicle. And I used to be a machine gun, but I honed in and I realized I want to be a speaker. I want to have a team of moms, but I want to go speak to at-risk youth so I can teach them how to become motivational speakers so that they can go out and make an impact in their community that I can't make from right here. What is the impact that you want to make in this world? Because it's bigger than you and you're not going to get there by being a machine gun and trying to please everyone and anyone, but you're not going to get there as a sniper either, just honing in on one audience. This is where your fives list comes in and it's constantly evolving. When I started, my fives list was single mom to a two-year-old, former medical assistant, five years sober. And that was it. I didn't even have five. I had no idea who I was or what I wanted. I just knew I needed change. So if you're in that space right now, don't beat yourself up. That is a beautiful place to be because you're here right now and you're going to learn and you're going to grow and you're going to evolve. But the only way you do that is by showing up. You don't read how to evolve in a book. You do it by showing up and learning from people who have done it so that you get your cup filled. You get that cup of self-belief and confidence filled so that you can go and take that when this is over into the real world and say, you know what? I heard something tonight that I could relate with and I I felt gifted with that. Now I want to go gift what I say to somebody else. If you want your cup to be an overflow, you have to make sure you're filling it up so that it overflows. People will pay for how you make them feel and where they believe you're going to take them. Transformation. You know, in the beginning of this, I asked, like, who's got a degree? I have an associate's in abandonment, a bachelor's in brokenness, and a PhD in pain. None of that defines how far I'm going to go in this life or how, how capped my potential is. Right here. If you believe you can do it, you can. Let's rip the limitations off. Let's move forward and create this unfuckwithable life. And if you can't relate with me, I hope I inspire you to say like, dang, this girl had it rough. I'm grateful I didn't have it that rough. But if she can do this, I can most definitely do this. So who's ready to go to the next level? Who's ready to start sharing their gifts with the world, their story? So I want, I want you, I have a task for you. Don't mind my dog. I have a task for you. I want you to go ask your audience. And some of you aren't, aren't going to get any replies. And I need you to know that's okay. I want you to go ask your audience on Facebook or Instagram, whether it's in a story or post. What are two things that they think are unique about you? I want you to start getting feedback from people on what your gifts are, what people see you as. And if you're just starting and you're brand new, your thing's not going to be entrepreneur. Your thing's not going to be CEO or top speaker. Like your thing may be like, you're an amazing mom. Like, I love your fashion style. You're always kind to me. Like you have an amazing work ethic and whatever you hear Just put it in your cup. I heard this thing by T.D. Jakes and he's like the greatest. Can you, can you not? 
Hold on. Bye-bye. I heard this thing by T.D. Jakes and he was like, every single successful speaker will tell you one thing. They don't think that they're good at speaking. And when I, when I heard that, it just like hit me because for years I've been telling my team, my mentor, my therapist, I'm like, man, I don't know why it doesn't click for me. Like when I go press that live, when I go record that podcast, when I go speak in front of crowds, like I don't ever go into it and I'm like, I'm confident I got this. There's always like this fear and like this cloud hanging over me that it's just not good enough. And when he said that, it almost validated that God keeps us so humble that we're not supposed to walk in to situations and say, I'm the, I'm the S-H-I-T. Dessert. Did you eat dinner? Goss Kingston. Thank you. Love you. Bye. You're not supposed to know what your gifts are. You're not supposed to be cocky and confident. You're not supposed to think that you're the shit and the best at what you do. Stay clear of people like that. You're supposed to know that you're right where you're supposed to be. And that's it. My favorite saying right now is make good choices and great things happen. Every day we have choices that we can make. We can show up, not show up. We can get out of bed, not get out of bed. We could brush our hair, not brush our hair. We know what's what's the right decision and what's not. But it takes that self-discipline to make the right decision sometimes because our mind's going to say, you know what? No, you, you've gotten ready already. Two days this week, you could take a break. Just go sit on the couch. Don't worry about it. You showed up hard with your business yesterday. That makes up for what you have to do today. That's the enemy telling you that you deserve to stay small. You're not supposed to feel like you're the best, but you're supposed to tell yourself that you're the best. Because remember, you're in competition with you and you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I love you so much. My inbox is always open and I'm so proud of you. If nobody told you today, I'm so fucking proud of you. Keep showing up, keep going. You're loved and honored and cherished, and your story is going to change more lives than you can even fathom. And I can't wait to watch it happen. So have a great night, guys.